What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, episode 8 recap. I'm Gideon. This is Adam. Uh, before we get started, please remember to hit us up with a little subscribe if you haven't already. The sub button's right under this video. Just hit it. Why not? Uh, also, hit that like button if you like it, and uh, comment throughout this video, and uh, let us know what your thoughts on are on what we're saying. Uh, the last little plug, please become a member if you want to. There's a join button next to the subscribe button. You can become a member. We currently have one member. What's his What's his face? What's his name? Barry Dean. Barry Dean, our one member. We appreciate you, Barry. Thanks for being a member. Um, yeah, and uh, make sure you tune in next week. We have a very special guest coming on our show for the recap. Peridium. The king of Survivor YouTube. So uh, yeah, lot of lot of lot of info there. But uh, let's let's hop into uh, what happened in the episode. Adam, did you like the episode? Um, well, I didn't like the outcome because uh, <laughs> let me go ahead and share the screen so I can. Sorry, I thought I had this loaded up. Okay, let me share the screen. We'll get this out of the way now. I was crushing. I was crushing Guinea at the beginning. What did you have? Like the first four vote outs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If then, you look at the list, I was. I had the first. Yeah, four vote. Only JD was voted out. Um, for you, but. Yeah, but yeah. I've had the last two, but Sydney and Tiffany, who, um, been pretty. Um, high on. Pretty, pretty high on those two, as you guys know. Um, so, no, Tiffany was out, who was my, like, you know, female winner pick of the season from the get-go. Yeah. She was excited to see her play, so a lot of winner potential in her, a little disappointing. Um, but I was rooting for the, the whole time. Um, but uh, episode was good. I thought the episode was good. I feel like the last two episodes have really started to amp up, which – I kind of had a feeling it was going to do that. Same, um, same, same. A lot, of, a lot of power players left. I mean, look, if you look at the people that are still up, I mean, besides maybe Erica, Liana, and Heather, because Liana's sort of getting into that position where it's like, is she going to win? Is she? Liana's less of a power player and more of like a jester, you know? She's mm -hmm. like the court, the court jester that uh, is the butt of all the blind sides and jokes. I mean, she's making moves. It's just mm. they've been wrong, you know. She flipped on her tribe, sided with Liana, played her advantage, and every instance when she's tried to make a move, it just, it just failed. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, you gotta respect your game, but hasn't panned out. But there was one thing in this episode. That made it worthwhile. We finally got a Heather confessional. Heather confessional, baby. Let's go. Heather alert. Oh man, Let's that was. That, e e yeah. e even though, even though I, uh, Heather actually was a big part of this episode, um, in a, yes. in a negative sense. But you know, it's uh, a, a confessional is a confessional, bro. Yeah, super interesting. Um, no, I mean, uh. Interesting episode. Don't think it topped last one, but um, you know, it started off with the uh, the, the Yase Yase tribe. I don't know how you pronounce it. The yellow tribe. The Yase um, three. Yeah, and um, 
you know, I, I agreed with Evie's sentiment. I mean, you know, with the whole like comparing turtles, you know, that, that that wasn't just like a show thing. I mean, it really felt like they were the next like Matt Singh. Like, first couple episodes, you're like, okay, this is the next Malcolm and Denise. The guys are gonna stick together through through it all. Um, and man, they just all kind of turned on each other. Now, to be fair, I don't think they were ever as close as the editing would lead you to believe. Like, it always felt like Evie and Xander never were on the same page. It always felt like Tiffany and Xander, Tiffany and Evie, really, Liana and Evie were the only two that felt tight. And then, obviously, once Liana linked up with Chantel, that was, you know, that was it. Um, yeah, I mean, Liana, I mean, we saw last episode, as soon as merge happens, we see Liana just immediately break away from that Yase 4 to make it a Yase 3. And she becomes Chantel's sidekick. Um, I, I, I personally think we'll see Liana at the end because she's just played such a terrible game. Yeah. I, I, would, I, I would carry Liana to the end. If I if yeah. I was Danny Deshaun or Chantel, for sure, yeah. Um, just don't think she has anywhere near a resume as someone like Chantel um, or Deshaun has. Um, a lot working against her right now. Uh, also, sorry guys, I'm at a we work right now. You know what that is. So as people all around me working, so I got to keep my voice down a little bit. So Gideon will be the loud, exciting guy in this episode. And I'll be the NPR. Who's common? Everyone does like a midnight hour special. Mm -hmm. no. mm -hmm. um, yeah, though the yellow tribe is completely fractured. Everyone is scrambling. Everyone's apologizing. It seemed like, oh man, they made this huge move. Really, Sander made the move. It was revealed that Evie gave up, <coughs> gave up Sander's secrets. Which, to be fair, when she went on that journey with Deshaun, her and Sander hadn't really been tight at that point. So spilling his secrets wasn't a huge deal. But once they did get tight. She should have been like, hey, just so you know, I told Sean, which obviously she didn't. Um, so there's a lot of sketchiness with uh, with everyone. And then if you think about it, like, oh, people like, oh, Xander was so smart in um, telling Evie or, or not playing the idol. If Sydney hadn't rolled the dice, Evie would have gone home. So it wasn't like, oh, Xander counted right. It was just uh, sort of got lucky with Sydney playing the um what do you call it? What, do you, what do they call it? The shot, shot in the dark. Shot in the um, dark. Yeah. So the yellow tribe is just fractured, which is so funny because we thought they would be the Matt Singh of this season, and they ended up being—I don't even know—you'd compare it to who, who was the the Foa Foa? No, not Foa Foa. The other one, the one that was like had all the numbers, and then they came to the merge and just got torn apart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Yase three. You know, they, they go on this apology tour, mm -hmm. um, trying to get tight. Like, Evie's trying to rekindle her relationship with Deshaun that we, me and you, thought would be a strong factor, but ended up not meaning anything. Yeah. Um, you know, we see uh, Xander saying he wants to get in on it, and, you know, he's he's saying that to everybody. And so is Tiffany. I, I Who is Tiffany talking to? Um uh, um, Heather? She talked to a couple of different people. I don't know. It was honestly so many people were talking to so many different people at the start of this episode. It was tough to keep track of it all. Um, yeah. It was chaos. 
Anyways, I have a theory that I have a theory that because of the outcome that Tiffany and Heather were tighter than the edit led you to believe. But you know, so I'm sure <laughs> Tiffany talked to Heather too. Maybe that's why I was thinking Heather. But um, yeah, you know, they go on this apology tour, and I, I thought it was funny because like the edit was like making it seem like oh they're already working their way in, like manipulating, and then just like <laughs> Danny or Deshaun just shuts it down and is like these fools like are trying to like you know say that they they want to turn change this game around they're on the bottom you know which is yeah. exactly what was happening right yeah um what was interesting uh when we went into <coughs> um the reward challenge was uh the whole where we were kind of told about the secret advantage um i guess that's kind of been done before just never directly told the camera when he was going to do one before, but um, it it's been shown. The, yeah, the whole challenge was kind of based around this advantage, and then they just didn't, he didn't even do it. And it was cool because he, you know, of course, volunteered. Um, and I've always wondered that. I, like, if we ever get Jeff on, sorry, when we get Jeff on the show, uh, one thing I want to ask him is, uh, like, how many idols and advantages have just not been found? Because... You know, right now the assumption is, oh, every advantage or idol the show's ever put in place has been found, but that can't be true, as we saw in today's episode. It's just, there's probably been some stuff that's been hidden. Um, I mean, there's been times when, you know, we knew an idol was there on a tribe and no one found it. Did anyone find the Massing idol um, in Philippines? Yes. Who found it? Didn't Malcolm find it after Russell got voted out? Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Doesn't matter. There has been. I know for a fact there's been idols hidden at rewards that weren't found. Hmm. You know, crap like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Heavy um, with the uh, the fast puzzle completion there. That was incredible. It was incredible. I respect Xander's decision though to to sit out of that challenge because even if he didn't find the idol, what he said was spot on and I loved it. Is that you'd mm -hmm. rather be with the majority who's pissed off at the minority eating the food. Yeah. You know? And For it sure. ended up working. He didn't win immunity, but he didn't go home. Um, so yeah, obviously they wanted him still in the game. He's made some interesting moves this season. Some moves that like haven't I'm, really been made before. I'm a big Xander fan, and and um, what's funny is I mentioned this to you on a previous podcast. Is that I said I would lose all the reward challenges on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I, of course, it's probably hard to do it out there because you're hungry. But I would. I think that's a smart move to literally throw every yeah. reward challenge because one, it lowers your Individual threat level. Rewards. Individual or team sit team out too. if you can, whatever. It's like, I mean, that was perfect opportunity. It's believable because Erica did draw the short end of the stick with the edge, um, with the rock draw, and then going to, you know, um, what is it called? Exile. So, yeah, mm -hmm. um, I think it was a great move by Xander. It didn't, the edit didn't make it seem like uh, anybody was pissed at Xander for doing that. Uh, actually, Chantel and Liana were confiding in Xander about how like hungry they were and stuff. And Xander is over here like, yeah, 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 keep me in the game. You know, I thought it was genius. Yeah. 
No, he's definitely in the running for MVP of the episode. Um, we'll do that at the end of the episode, of course. Um, yeah, Nevi just uh, killed that. It was cool because um, it was the first time that Jeff kind of mentioned any sort of thing that I could remember in Survivor history. Um, anything of the sense of like doing your research, practicing before you get on. <coughs> um, because of course and- they've always they've always edited the show to make you think that everybody on the show is like a super fan yeah in actuality it's so not that there's people even in recent seasons um that never seen an episode of the show coming into it yeah um, so i mean it's interesting that he yeah did that. evie having a spencer blezeldo you know type of type of game today um, spencer what spencer what's his name blezdo is that his name bledsoe Bledsoe, Spencer Bledsoe uh, type of game with the pre-memorized puzzles and standing on your tippy toes um, with the block on your head and winning. Uh, Reminding me a lot of Spencer. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, and then she, of course, yeah, won the – she kind of won both challenges, if you think about it. I know. I know she did. This was Evie dominating the challenge aspect of this episode for sure. But before we talk about the challenge, let's talk about what happened uh, back at camp when uh, the grilled cheese was being eaten. Adam, I have to ask you an age-old question that will go down and, and, and be memorized by Survivor fans forever. It'll probably become a puzzle um, one day to solve. Mm-hmm. Would you eat the papaya? <laughs> I totally would. I I can't believe Chantel <laughs> got got so mad at Ricard. Like she just it seems like she was so locked in and focused in the first like three, four episodes. I and mean, she won our MVP award, which in the Survivor community, the, the Adam and Gideon MVP award, like that's that, that's a big that's deal. Prestigious. Like one of the Heisman in college football guys. I tell you what, Adam, though, I'm glad we finally disagree on something because it seems like we've been agreeing too much lately. I would not have eaten the Uh, papaya. Um, I don't think Chantel should have made as big a deal about it. Maybe should have said something snarky in the confessional um, like she has been. Saying something directly to Ricard's face and you know scolding and him to for everybody it else. and to everybody else of course um i mean if i'm ricard dude i gotta be getting sick of Chantel at this point i wouldn't have eaten the papaya personally i would have you know been happy Even with it he only picked one piece though it's not like well he well up. he found you know he found out he was allergic to papaya after that um he had never really? had it before and he yeah oh i mean I, did he say that in the episode he said it on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, he tweeted that after. So maybe that's why he only ate one piece. <laughs> he said he had a... Karma, right? Karma. Anyways. But, well, um. Ricard, if you're watching this, when we hang out with you after the season, we will not bring papaya. Um, yeah. I was still eating it, though. I, I, I agree with everything he said. He's like, what, are they, what is he supposed to do? It does not eat? Like, it's. It's it's food for the tribe. Now, if he went over and ate a whole bunch, okay, that's a little weird. But one piece, I, you know, I don't think. I, well, is it? I, I, he should have. He, he should have like sat down. What I would have done if I wanted to eat the papaya. Let me let me explain my papaya strategy. Maybe you I could ask sit, first. I would that. sit down next to Chantel. I would say, 
Chantel, what is that? And Chantel would go, that's papaya. And then I would go, I have never had that before. That is crazy. And then obviously with my manipulation skills, Chantel would go, oh, well, have this little sliver here just to get the taste. Mm. Boom. It's too much. It's too much. You don't, you don't have to. You don't have to put survivor strategy into eating papaya. It's. Just, I, hey, I'm. I, I'm just. I'm a gamer. I can't help it. I. I. I I'm. A, I'm a strategic mastermind. Their strategy behind everything I do. If I ever get on that island, trust me. Here, here's the question: We should walk away, away from that situation, asking us after seeing that. Is there any chance that this alliance lasts that much longer? No, and if I'm Ricard, I am ready to turn on Chantel. I really feel like, especially from the preview for the next episode, that people are starting to wives up to Chantel. Her stock has just been steadily going down and down and down every episode. And she's coming off lately as just whiny. I can't yeah. stand I can't Bossy. stand it, Adam. I can't stand it. And, and here's the thing, right? The editors know what they're doing. I feel like if she's making me feel that way, then she's going to get cut soon. That's how I feel. I feel like mm -hmm. if they're giving her these confessionals where she's acting like a total douche wad, like I feel like she's going to go soon. And I feel like it might be next episode. People eventually, I mean, Deshaun has had about had it. We saw, you know, already. The, the, you know, Deshaun's already going like, okay, go ahead. Tell me what to do, mafia pastor, you you know, whatever, whatever you want to call yourself. When, in fact, Chantel's very vulnerable. Um, so, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like over the last couple episodes, she's kind of becoming what we said we feared she would be just based on the research we did of her preseason where we thought she would come across as – um, you know, she's just having trouble communicating with people, controlling her emotions. <coughs> she's being super paranoid, condescending. Um, yeah, stock is, is it dropped. the lack of cal? Is it the lack of calories? Like, are you just going crazy? It's definitely a factor. Definitely at least a factor for sure. You know, is, um, it, is it lack of calories and I no mean, one else is having this sort of mini meltdowns. Well, Survivor takes a mental toll on you, and I feel like I feel like the mental toll gets to people more than it, it, it than it does to others. And we might be seeing this with Chantel, you know, as opposed to um, the Yase three, who ha also hadn't eaten. Um, Xander has probably eaten the least out of everybody, you know. But right. some people can just dish what they can't you know can dish it out but um right, right. i don't know i i i feel like chantelle i also feel like chantelle was used to this controlled gameplay because she did control ricard a little bit over at ua and it's just yeah. not flying when you have alphas you know chantelle's an alpha but it's not going to work when you have other alphas like danny and deshaun who you know mm -hmm want to do their thing too right right that's it's an alliance for a reason and if if you want to be the figurehead of the alliance you also better be ready to go home soon because people who yeah. people who are the boss usually leave next episode what'd you think of uh the rice bartering i uh, i liked it 
it was good. If Angelina was there, it would have been two people sat on the bench. Um, look, production wants it to happen. Production wants people to sit out. Jeff wants people to sit out. You probably could have done less than four, but apparently just right. people aren't thinking too bright. Um, everybody that stepped up had an idol beside Ricard. That's one thing that I noted. Um, everybody stepping up, you know, already had safety. And I feel like Ricard stepped forward to make up for the papaya incident, maybe. Um, maybe. You know, well, it's Chantel leading the whole thing. If you're Chantel's right-hand man, you got to step forward. I understand Ricard stepping forward. I personally wouldn't have done it. Um, probably oh, because I could have stood up there longer than three minutes. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't I think I would have cool. done it. Yeah, with adding the compromise, you know, Jeff said seven, and they met halfway. Then Xander said four, and I liked it because, um, it yeah, it's it's interesting that those four stepped up. Like if you would have asked me, like if you look, see if I can put up this. If you would have said, um, pick the four that would not have stepped up, I probably would have said. I would say Nasir number one. I was saying there's no way Nasir would step up. He's too much of a competitor. Yeah, Danny. I'd say Nasir, Xander, Danny. Maybe, Maybe Ricard. Yeah, and three of those four did. <laughs> really interesting. I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're really <laughs> – it was funny because every time Survivor's done that challenge, you've always had to do the, the fade out or the pan up to the sun, pan back down two hours later. With this, they just played it. <laughs> they, there was no cutting because it was so I know. short. It, it was, last, it like, was, ri- it was ridiculous. And, like, bro – do you just think do you just think this is a cast that isn't good at balance or do you just think this cast isn't good at challenges? Well, and the, the food. I uh, forget the food. I feel like I feel like I f- I feel like we're blaming the food too much here because some of these people had just had a grilled cheese meal and we're only 14 days into the game. Right. I feel I feel like I honestly feel like people are hyper inflating the food situation, trying to make it seem like it's like they're like they already might as well be day forty in Africa right now with fourteen days no food in Fiji. Like I don't I I don't know if I agree with the premise here. Yeah. I feel like I feel I, I feel like adrenaline should last you longer than three minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just I don't know. I don't know if this cast just isn't good at challenges or because we were talking about this episode one and two, right? We were just like, what's going on with the cast? Like, why can't they just figure out these challenges? Because it's a very entertaining cast. Yeah. I would say not only not only was I surprised that those four did sit out, I was really surprised that Heather didn't sit out. Because there's no way she was gonna win that challenge. She almost did. And it's not. Yeah, but that's because all the best athletes stepped down. Oh man, I I don't know, I don't know, man. I just I don't know. We get back, and this was either just bad editing or or another horrible move on Liana's part because she said she hopes she 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 laid out at the beginning of. Pre-trial, she said, "This is what I want. This is what I want to happen." She hopes that Xander plays her idol, and Tiffany goes home. 
And then the next thing that happens after that is she tells Xander that they're all voting Tiffany. So either either they edited out of order or Liana just made another huge, huge mistake. Now, Tiffany did end up being the one to go home, but she didn't flush the item, which was her plan. Um, what do you think? <laughs> I was like, she's like, I want... Xander to play the idol, Tiffany to go home. And I like think a second I, later, she told Xander. I think Liana's playing an outward game and trying to play like her idols of Survivor, strategizing when there's really no brains going on with the strategizing. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. It might be the edit. I'm not gonna just completely rag on Liana, but to. The way the edit is making it seem is that Leon is completely clueless. Now, I hope I'm wrong, but, you know. Mm -hmm. Other interesting thing that happens. Um, okay, does everyone not know that Nasir has an idol? They know. They know, for sure. Liana said she. Liana said she knew. Everybody knows. Everybody knows about Nasir's idol. I just don't think it's... But they there, never there. mention it. Well, Liana mentioned it. I did. Liana did mention it in the episode. Okay. It's just like they talk about Xander's idol all the time. It's because Xander's about, on the bottom and most likely They talk player. about Chantel's idol somewhat often, but like no one ever mentions a serious idol. They know this year. The goat and AstroTurf thing. But here's what I want to know Why is Chantel so much more wanting to get out Xander? Than she is Nasir. Because if you think about it, they both have an idol. Um, they're both great in challenges. Probably the two best challenge competitors of the season. Both have a great social game going. The only difference is Xander's at the bottom. No one is working with him except, I guess, Tiffany, maybe. But um, so they can really vote him out anytime. Whereas Nasir is in like somewhat of a power position. He's a big threat. So it's like, why is Liam, is uh is Chantel so much more locked in on Xander? It's like it's like she made that decision first and then just like she won't never change her mind. Especially when yeah. Deshaun and Danny pitched that. And she was just like, No, 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 I made up my mind. I made up my mind. It's just like uh, I really a lot of Chantel's it's it's just weird. Like her first three, four episodes, she was just like ten out of ten. And it's just like since um, since she voted out JD, it's just like I don't. It's like a different. It's like a different player. I don't know. I know. Who do you think is a bigger threat right now, Nasir or Xander? I think well, Nasir is the bigger threat. Um, but it's because we know that. I don't know if they know that. Um, yeah. You know, to them, Nasir may be coming off as completely clueless. You know. Uh, and and Xander's very well spoken. They might I don't know. It could it could be a thing where where they don't think Nasir's a threat at the end. When the only person that thinks Nasir is a threat at the end is Danny and Deshaun, which is very smart because they're taking into account his story. I All think right. Chantel might be underestimating um Nasir yeah. um maybe because he's not as well spoken as Xander. Um, but you the, don't know. It hasn't had any flashy moves yet. Yeah, it hasn't had any flashy moves yet. Exactly. Um, so. But, I mean, who's in the better position, you know? Xander right. did make a good move from the bottom. 
Yeah. A long story short, going into tribal council, Heather had a confessional. Chantel's losing her grip. She's also like taking the lead. Like every conversation, it seems like she's the leader. Which like Well, you know, pastors in power, you know. The only other time, like you know, like Kim was the leader of the girls' alliance in one world, but like no one felt that she was the leader. She was like the low key leader, you know. She had to do a lot of fake conversations and lies and um, she gave herself options. Chantel was just like, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. It's just like, how does she think that that is going to get her to the end? I don't know. Yeah. But all, I also the, had... all, the, all the best leaders that have ever come out of Survivor have used, you know, Freud's method of making people think that it's their idea to vote somebody right. out when it was really yours. But they think it was their right. idea. That's the, that's the best way to play it. And uh, I think, you know. Chantel might need to read some psychology books after this. Yeah. Um, also, going to the travel council, I had no clue who was going home. Like, I had no idea. Really? I I knew it was Tiffany as soon as like the strategizing started. I was like, I was like, it's Tiffany. They're gonna pull this Australian survivor bullcrap and try to make us think it's somebody else. It's just gonna be right. Tiffany. That's it. And that's what I, that's maybe it's because I've been watching too much Australian Survivor, but you know, I did like the whispering in this tribal council. I know Christian uh, Christian here didn't like it, but in this tribal council, I I liked the whispering because I could follow what was happening. I knew mm-hmm. who was aligning with who. I knew what the who created the ideas. Who who was passing? I I could follow it as mm-hmm. long as I can follow the action and what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Still didn't know what was going to happen, you know, because of course uh, Heather threw that wrench in there. First time we really talked about Heather <laughs> ever, um, but she uh, threw that wrench in there where she wanted to switch it up and vote for who? Who did she want to change it to? This year, this year. Right? This year. Yeah. Which uh, there was a theory going around on Twitter or something that that was planned. That it was planned. Um, for Heather to switch the vote up so that Xander would think, oh, Tiffany's safe and not play his idol. I don't think he was playing his idol either way. Um, that would be interesting because, um, but if that was true, why would they make Heather be the one to do it? <laughs> Maybe because it's like, oh, she's such a loose card. Who knows what she'll do? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the only, that's the only you know, attractive part about Heather uh, voting Heather is just that she is unpredictable and knows she's on the bottom. Yeah. Um, do you think, I wanted to ask you this, because uh, I have an opinion. So Ricard tells Xander to play his idol multiple times in a very sincere way. Do you think that's because he wanted to flush the idol or was he genuinely scared for him? You thought Ricard was being sincere? No, I said it came across as sincere. No, it freaking didn't. I mean, he wasn't like, dude, you should play your right. He was like, dude, seriously, like, I think, I think, I think you might have to. Dude, uh, maybe it's just because I'm an actor, but dude, that was that was terrible. I uh, Ricard, that was not subtle at all from Ricard, man. Ricard, look, look, Adam, Adam, would you trust me if I was like this with, with you at Tribal Council, and and I knew you had an idol, hundred percent, dude, play your idol. No, trust me, dude. Play it. Play your idol. Of course not. 
Like you're trying to flush it. That's as subtle as Amanda Kimmel was like trying to get poverty to play hers on herself, you know, and heroes versus bad. villains. It was bad. bad. It was a, it was like that bad. Um, I mean, I, I understand like, like trying to get him to flush his idol, but if I was Xander and Ricard came to me and said that I would know to not play my idol because you're trying to flush it. I actually think Ricard did the opposite. I think he got Ricard. I think Ricard got Xander to not play his idol by telling him to play it. I agree. I, I agree with, with, with what you're saying. Um, okay, Tiffany goes home. Tiffany goes home and let me share my screen one more time so you guys can see our fantasy teams. They've they've, uh, they've taken picked. out they've taken out two Jews back to back. Who's next? Uh, freaking um uh, who's the other Jew? Evie? Who owes I think there's four Jewish people this season, right? I know they're taking they they're just massacring Jews. The past two episodes, terrible. Um, by coincidence. Yeah. Um, this, this cast is not anti-Semitic. Yes. Where are we? Um. Um. The preview for next week's episode. Finally, a good preview. Every preview has been so boring. I don't even watch them anymore. I mean, I do, but I don't like look forward to watching them. But next week seems like some 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 uh, is going down. Yeah, we we have some young we have a younger audience sometimes with this show, so I wanted to, wanted to blur that out. But, um, excited for next episode. Um, apparently, there's five episodes left. Wow. Right. Five it's in not, the, it's not that much. Because it's going to be a four-person finale, or sorry, six-person finale. Um. So, oh, where is it? Oh shoot, I exited out. Hold on, stop them. Tell them it's Survivor joke. Um, what's the best part about being on Survivor? All right. So. Because right. okay, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six. So we have. Th- Oh, three. We have three episodes and then the finale. That's it. So, take with that information as you will. Some people are probably going to be like, okay, cool. That means we can wrap the season up. <laughs> and some people are probably like, oh, that means I won't get time to see the season amp up. But we'll see. Did you see they announced Survivor 42? Yep. Looking forward to it in March. I'll be March. in. Uh... March. Yep. yep. You'll be March. where? I'll be freaking in my third semester of college. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this if so if this season ends in four weeks, that would um are they having what? a live finale or is it still gonna be over Zoom? Uh no, they recorded the finale already. They already picked the winner. I meant a reunion, sorry. Oh, uh I feel like they'll do it in person. Yo, like can we pull up to that or no? Um. Yeah. Are we allowed? Can't. Uh, we're we pressed. Can, we can pull up. We can pull up. The question is, can we? Can we enter? That I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. But we're gonna try. We're going to try. Um. So as of now, the finale is going to be on December eighth, which means we will get January. We get three months no survivors. So during that off season, we're gonna have some. Great interviews with contestants. I think 
is what 18 contestants. We have what 10 contestants confirmed for exit interviews as after, after the season ends, or at least they told us they want to. We're gonna talk to CBS and see what their rules and restrictions are. But we will get exit interviews with at least half the cast. I promise you guys that those interviews aren't live. We pre-record them. If you would like to see those interviews early, you can become a member. Become a member of the channel like Barry Dean is. Okay, great guy, Barry Dean. Okay, I trust my kids with that guy. Um, take a bullet right here, right in the shoulder for that guy. Shout out to Barry Dean. I catch a um, grenade for Barry Dean. <laughs> jump in front of a train for you. <laughs> it was. I thought we were doing the Bruno Mars thing. We are. Yeah, I don't remember the rest of the song, but Me anyway. Become a member. All you got to do is go to the channel. Next to subscribe, hit join. Two two tier uh, ranks. Tier one member, tier two member. Tier one's only five bucks a month. Get to see interviews early. Get to be in a raffle for free for a Survivor 41 buff, merge buff. Um, and if you're a tier two, you get the potential to um, actually sit in on the interviews themselves. So we have X interviews with Xander, with Nasir, with Sydney. You can actually sit in on those. You're not going to be like on the broadcast like you see me and Gideon's names are on the screen right now. But you get to be in the back room. Maybe you get to say hi. Maybe you get to ask them a question. Ten, uh, $9.99 for that tier room. So go to, uh, go to our channel, subscribe if you haven't already, and then hit join. Um, but uh, just wanted to kind of plug that in there before we finish this episode. But uh, who's your player of the episode this week? This is a tough one. This is the toughest I have, one. Yet. I have to give it to Evie. Um, Evie with yeah. the immunity win, even though it wasn't that impressive. But, you know, still a win's a win. And also that puzzle, man, the way she put that puzzle together, I was like, what the heck? That was insane. Um, also like she didn't have a bad game strategically either. Um, did a good job. Um, uh, like hasn't really hurt her status anywhere. And, and she, she saved herself from getting voted out. So yeah. I gotta give it to Abby. Yeah. I, I somewhat hate that we've agreed on everyone so far, but yeah, I'll give it to Abby. So Abby got the first week, then it was what, th this episode eight. So it's Abby. Three weeks of well, there's two episodes the first week. We give it to just then we just did Evie. It was um, Evie JD. We did JD for like fan favorite of the week, but we haven't really been doing that ever since. Okay, Evie. But I think just like players. It was Evie Chantel for like three weeks. Then it was Ricard. Ricard. And then Xander last Xander. week. Yeah, so a little mix. So we're going back full circle. Um, and then we, we have, we haven't done this in like three weeks, but, uh, do you want to do just real quick, like three most likely to win three most likely not to win three most likely to win for me are Deshaun number one, Xander number two, and then third, I would probably give it to, hmm, Evie. I'll probably give it to Evie third. Sean, Xander, Evie. I will say Ricard, Danny, and Xander. Well, we just 
completely disagree there besides Andrew. So there you go. Uh, three most likely not to win, Liana, Heather, and Erica. Amen to that. Amen to that. And Chantel's starting to enter that category. I'm not going to lie. Chantel's stock is falling, bro. I don't know. Who's who's been your fan favorite? Like, if we had to pick fan favorite, who have I so loved far? watching? Like, who's my it's favorite? Be, it's gotta be Nasir, right? Oh, hundred percent. I'm in love with Nasir. Nasir and Xander are probably two most likable. Like, just love to watch people so far. Who from this season, or who left? Who that's left? Would you like to see return again? Um, I want to see Ricard return. Um, I want to see Nasir return. I don't really want to see Chantel or Liana, to be honest. Um, Unless Chantel like has a big comeback and just kills it. But at uh, this point, Evie. I mean, like I said, the world needs another Spencer. I mean, Evie can step in and be the new Spencer. Why not? Yeah. Um. And then, uh, who's your? Where the, where, what do we? How much do we have left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so after next episode, we'll be halfway through the cast. So if you had to pick your winner pick, I know it was Deshaun. Who would it be right now? If you had to pick one person, I'm, fe- I'm still. Fe- I'm if if I had to put money on somebody, I'd put money on Deshaun. And if I had. My money on someone, it'd still be the great rear of a car. Okay. Well, then we stuck with it, haven't we? Imagine, imagine if that was the final two. Bro, you and I you and I predicted it, dude. That's all I'm going to yeah. say is you and, you and I called it from the beginning who we thought would be power players. Um, well, we were. I was a little off with what's-her-name <laughs> that mm-hmm. second. Um, Sarah, right? 11. I just counted. 11 of these players have said they would – do they would come on Survivor Bus for an exit interview? So, and we're hoping we can get the other seven through those 11. But, um, yeah, so cool. Miss anything? I don't think you missed anything, brother. All right, guys. Um, as always, like the video, subscribe, join, become a member, uh, leave a comment. Who's your winner pick? Who's your fan favorite? And who's your winner pick? We'll see what you guys think. Um, till then. Stay thirsty.